Hello and welcome to But First Coffee. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's been an interesting one so far already. I know. We were we had a we were gonna do a show much earlier, but there were so many things going on. We didn't know how to format the show. That's probably the best way of, of putting it. Because well, like I said, there's been a lot going on. Terrorist attacks, New Year's, Trump leaving. You remember back in December when we said, hey, 2021 is going to be better. A lot of people said that. I didn't believe it. I mean, there, there's still time. There's still 11 months left. It could, look, as long as 2021 is just quiet, it'll be better. That's all I we need. I just don't see the, that The bar happening. is very low. The, well, yeah, the bar is very low because it's been a very loud January. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's been crazy. And there's just always like every day something new that comes up. And it's hard to register completely. But yeah, we were hoping for a better 2021, but it's not happening so far. Um, so where should we start? I, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about vaccine rollouts and where we fit in. Um, we could, I mean, now we got insurrection that we can talk about. Well, obviously, we got the inauguration. But, We're gonna talk about just how things are going in our lives. But damn, that's a lot to talk about. <laughs> we'll have to talk fast. Yeah. I say we start with the domestic terrorists and the insurrection. Okay, so domestic terrorists and insurrection. Um, well, let's start there. So, uh, what is it now? So, we're recording on January 24th. So, two weeks ago, um, we had... Actually, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, we had the um, insurrection where uh, then-President Trump uh, and his allies incited a, a mob to storm the Capitol. Um, there were five reported deaths that came out of that if yeah, i remember correctly six. Six, six six reported six deaths <laughs> okay six reported deaths that came out of that um so hundreds of members have been arrested um you had uh individuals uh well the president was blocked from twitter and facebook and then um you've had a large crackdown on social media um finally and you've had folks saying first amendment rights which I, I kind of laughed at because progressives has always been saying, yeah, First Amendment rights should apply to corporations, but it actually doesn't. It only applies to the government. Mm -hmm. So um, you get what you've been, you, what you've been uh, uh, paying for uh, is probably the best way of saying it. Well, I mean, these people really should actually read the, the Constitution, Constitution yeah. and understand it before yeah. they start blabbering on like idiots. Yeah. Um, Which a lot of them haven't even read the Constitution. They don't know. And they're like, we're constitutional Republicans. You know, one of my favorite uh, points where this was post, this was post insurrection. Um, and it was when they stood up, when the Capitol Police stood up the metal detectors, you had a Republican member of Congress saying, it is my constitutional duty to go in there. It's like, it's also a violation of the rules for you to enter the house floor with a uh with a gun so mm -hmm. um why don't you check your constitutional rights against the rules that you also passed right and if she actually did have a gun on her she did not have a gun permit for dc yet so she which, was breaking the which law the violation of the law because, yeah because yeah. i believe she's from colorado right anyway that was a tangent off the insurrection but that was a fun tangent <laughs> so let's get back to the insurrection robin go I mean, we had people storm the Capitol 
thinking that they were doing their patriotic duty. I mean, I, I saw a video later of these people doing it, and they were sitting there, I think it was in the Senate, and they really believed what they were doing was their patriotic duty. Um, I actually kind of feel bad for them because the people who actually told them to do this, Trump and other politicians, were not going to take responsibility for these people. And they got screwed over by the people they trusted. And it really just sucks for them. I think, you know, you you can't put everyone in one box. Um, so there were those that went in there knowing that they're going to be violent um, and, you know, do horrible things to Congress members. I do think there were some, you know, who right. I would there categorize were. as full-on domestic terrorists. And there were others that, you know, were fed lies for months and months um for weeks and weeks i guess i should say come on years yeah really years but even before the election results came out trump told them basically mm -hmm. brainwashed them that if he wins you know that this is fraud right this election is corrupt mm -hmm. and they truly i feel like a lot of people truly believe that the election was stolen now as a they should do better research, but they did not. And they purely believe their president. And so if I truly in my heart believe that the election was stolen in the United States of America, uh, I would be furious. And so I'm not making excuses for these people, but I feel like some people were just misled. And then others really went in thinking that they're going to, you know, hurt people in congress so i think there's two kinds of people there yeah i i would say most of them are just you know i hate to use this term uh the good people who really just meant well and then there were a few of them who really did mean to actually go in there and cause some serious trouble especially like the one who brought the bombs and the guns but yeah. But at the end of the day, whether you meant to do it or not, you're still you still committed a crime yep. and you should be punished for it. Absolutely. And you can't just sit there and be like, I didn't mean to do it. You did it. You 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 went into the Capitol. Mm -hmm. You you knew you weren't supposed to be in there. Mm -hmm. You knew they were breaking in. And then you stole property and did all kinds of other stuff, went into the Senate floor and so there has to be consequences. Yeah. And the fact that a lot of people are claiming that there should be no consequences for these actions, but if you are uh, black or a Muslim or a, or a Latino in this country and you, you know, commit a small offense, you're in jail for years, but nothing's going to happen to these people. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, let's get the terrorists. Well, I mean, I think that, that what, what, you, what you saw during the insurrection and then what you saw over the summer during Black Lives Matter shows the racial injustice that we have. Absolutely. I mean, you know, just, just the quote-unquote, sh you know, sh show of force as you had on, well, on one side peaceful protesters who were who were walking in just so Trump can get a photo op, you know, who basically barraged them with tear gas, rubber bullets, um, so he could have that photo op and that quote and that show of force. Whereas on the other side, you had Capitol Police, which we now know actually requested for additional help 
went to the uh, sergeant of arms of both the House and the Senate, and they said no, they denied that request to have additional D.C. Metro Police come and help um, or assistance from the National Guard. Within the actual National Guard units, there was uh, disarray because... Uh, the former defense secretary got fired in November and there was a, a power vacuum. So they were on, they were on edge about who they should go to, how they should do this until it was too late. So the national guard was on the fence, even though they were ready and somewhat mobilized, they, they didn't, they did not get the clearance to move into um, DC. So I think there's I, I, the, the racial inequities w- is, is, blatantly apparent yeah uh you know i kind of struggle a little bit because now you and i have talked about this which is you know how should we handle this now those that actually committed a crime um meaning that they were they were violent and we have them on video yeah toss them in jail but but i kind of struggle a little bit about though with those who never entered the building yes they're on the capitol grounds but never entered the building let's not make my personal opinion is let's not make a situation worse and just overload the criminal justice system with people who are there because they're answering the call of their president and not their president. You had folks like Ted Cruz uh, or Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Josh Haley, um, Senator Lindsey Graham amongst many other Republicans who, who honestly, when the electoral college voted in December, they should have said Trump is no longer our president. Joe Biden and our president moved on, but they didn't. They kept pushing this idea that it was fraud, 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 fraud. And they were answering those calls. I mean, there's an echo chamber on the Fox News side, and now it's even worse because you've got other conservative news networks that are calling things like, you know, basically call, call, calling Democrats um, some, I, like baby-eating uh, cannibals. Like, I, 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 it's just so... That's what QNN, it, that's what they believe. Yeah, it, it's, it's just so far out there that I don't even, I can't even quite understand it, but that, that's the echo chamber that they live in. Um, so how much blame is there for those senators for the people who were on Capitol grounds but never entered the building? I think, yeah, senators, there's, you know, a few senators um, that really kept going and going. But you have to remember, even after the insurrection, and I get that uh, Ted Cruz, you know, is very influential and Josh Howley has become very influential. He's a a rising star. Yeah, I get that. But there was about 150 or 160 members of the House of Representatives that still wanted to overturn the election results after the insurrection. Let's not forget those folks. I mean, I would love to just blame these two and other people, and I think they're, they face consequences and should continue to face it. But that goes to show what kind of people are leading this country forward, that over 150 members of the House of Representatives still said we're not going to abide by what the election results are and overturn millions and millions of votes. Um, but coming back to the uh, what you're saying about all these rioters slash domestic terrorists, um, I agree with you that if they were on like the steps and stuff, I don't really know where you draw the line, but if you absolutely entered the Capitol, 
you should there needs to be consequences i agree with that if you if you yes. if you walk through those if you walk through the build the building doors or storm through a window there absolutely needs to be consequences there is no reason we should treat you any differently than any any other uh, criminal out there yeah if someone breaks into my house right are you just going to be like, but they just came and walked around and went home? No, no, mm-hmm. I, no. I mean, they maybe took some of my cups and uh, whatever, but it, no, no harm, no foul. That's what they're saying. Yeah, no, I mean, those the I, 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 I think that those members who went into the building are insurrectionists and domestic terrorists. Yep. Agreed. And I'll never get that image out of my head during Black Lives Matter. Again, like you said. Of course, there were places in the country where to prove a point of what, you know, unfortunately, black people go through. They were breaking down, uh, you know, restaurants, breaking into restaurants and stores and things like that. But in D.C., those are peaceful rioters. And they, like you said, tear gas them. I will never forget the image of all the military people. Were they mostly National Guard? I'm not sure. In front of the Lincoln Memorial. It was was a combination. In front of the Lincoln Memorial. More probably military than protesters standing protecting the Lincoln Memorial. Yet in the Capitol, there was barely anybody. And you know what? A lot of the um, can I interject? Yeah. One, one, one sec. Well, I I, rem- I also remember during uh, the Black Lives Lives uh, summer protest, there were there were footage of um, essentially black people who are trying to protect stores from having their windows smashed in. And then you would see police force uh, uh, come in and, and, and smash the windows or, or, or at least people who pose in, in, in camouflage gear come in and smash the windows. So how much of that rioting quote unquote during black lives matter was really done by black lives matter folks right. versus the opportunists which we na- opportunists now that we know are that's these in- insurrectionists. that's what it actually is it was not the people that were putting together black lives matter it was a lot of people whether they're on the right or left that really weren't with the movement they came and took advantage of it because there was chaos so they came and, you know, whatever. There, There's a lot that went on there. My point is there were rioters that said, that went into the Capitol, um, who said, police were just letting us in. Right, exactly. So we literally thought, like, we know there were some people that broke in and that's wrong when we condemn it, but... <clears throat> They were like giving us water bottles when we got in there. Mm. Are you guys tired? It's really cold outside. You want some water bottles? Oh, they were passing out water bottles, the Capitol Police, and welcoming them in, showing them where things are, telling them where things are, showing them where, you know, all these Congress members' offices are. That's ridiculous. How can you just blame them? You need to do an investigation into the people who are supposed to protect the capital they clearly were in on it either emotionally or pre-planned well this this goes this goes back to again the criminal justice system and you know the 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 police unions that 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 back back a lot of a lot of these they say well there's only a couple of bad bad apples well here's the thing A, a couple of bad apples ruin the whole bunch you know, and so if you're rotten, you're going to be rotten to the core, and that's what that's what we've been saying on, on this show for I don't even know how many episodes. I mean, we, we've talked about it several times. Um, 
and and it's proven over and over and over again is that yes you it, it's actually that the majority of of our our law enforcement are bad apples and you have a handful that are good that are right. trying to do the right thing like the gentlemen inside the capitol oh because you're giving these people water bottles making them feel welcome they don't feel like they're committing a crime and then you put other cops in danger who actually are good cops like that one that saved basically Mike Pence and geared the rioters away from the vice president, as well as the ones outside that were fighting for their lives and were injured or killed. Right. You're and, betraying your own people. But but I, but that goes to show the racial inequality or inequity, I should say, because I guarantee you if that that mob was predominantly black or brown oh yeah forget it they for, 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 forget about even coming close to entering by the time you hit the capitol grounds most of them would have been shot spray sprayed sprayed with probably water hoses tear gas. Uh, te- well, they wouldn't te- even tear, have to come into the te- capital tear gas would have been the first thing that they did right. oh, yeah. they, they but, used tear gas two hours later yeah tear gas would have been the very first thing but i'm talking by the time you got to the to you know the makeshift gates that they that they put around it it would have been it would have been rubber bullets and 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 hoses and and attack dogs that's what it would have been the instead, case if you, were, if you were black or brown. Instead, you see the cops helping women down the stairs. <laughs> oh, poor you. Does your leg hurt? Let me help you down the stairs, miss. You just uh, stormed inside the Capitol the- and put all our Congress members in at risk. Let me help you down. You want a water bottle? The one thing I will say that I'm grateful for the protesters for is recording themselves. And then posting online. Yeah, like, I was so happy that they were being so stupid and self That's how they That's themselves. how they found most of them was through their own social media. Mm-hmm. Well, it, and again, this go, that goes to show you that they they felt like they were doing absolutely nothing wrong. Exactly. It's, it's like when Congress is is is, is doing their them. job. Yeah, you as, as an American citizen, you have the right to go to go to see your congressman, and you have the right to even you know if protest. you have, if you have your protest permit, you have the right to protest. You can walk around the Capitol building. You have absolutely no no right to enter in the Capitol building while it is in session. That is that is the definition of insurrection, and what you did was treason. Absolutely, I mean we've protested, you know. Um, during when uh, Trump was initially president, yeah, remember we, we, all those we have. protests? There, there was there was the there Muslim was, ban. There was one at the airport. Black Lives there was, Matter. There was one. There were ones during downtown rally. Uh, downtown rally. Women's but, rights. We did all those, and we also I like I took pictures, and I was pri- but, prideful but, and put but on we didn't, social we media. We didn't go into we didn't go into the legislative building while it was in session. We didn't go into the airport. We didn't storm uh, Governor Cooper's uh, mansion. And that's what I'm saying. I completely believe in the right to protest because I've protested for my side. I've protested for, uh, you know, the progressives in this country. So I understand. But what they did was complete treason, like you said. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are like, oh, they, you know, didn't mean to and they nothing should happen to them. And I'm like, how could you say that when you literally, like you said, harm peaceful protesters on our side for nothing yeah i mean uh, like i said i think it's it's almost like if you are outside of the gate and 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 you stayed outside of the gate 
you know, it's kind of you, you were you were still, in my opinion, you were you were you were still you were still protesting. Whether well, you know, and for the large part, you were, you were peaceful protesting. If you were between the gate and the door, I think there should be some level of consequences. But I don't want to. You know, it doesn't make sense to put ten thousand people in jail and overload the criminal justice system. Exactly. Just give them like a you know ten thousand hours of community service or something like that and call it a day. If you were if you went into the building, you're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. There's, you know, let's keep it simple. That's where, you, that's what you are. What do you think, Robin? I'm with you guys. Um, but other than that, we do need to hold the politicians who did spew these lies also accountable. Um, they shouldn't be able to get away with saying lies like this to get other people to do these things. And if we don't start holding them accountable, this will happen again. Yeah, the Republican Party and that brings me to th this thought process um really needs to decide what direction they want to take do you want to keep going down this path of having to kiss ass to white nationalists dictator neo-nazis uh these kinds of people or do you want to go back to the roots that you guys really valued, you know, family, you valued the conservatism, you have to realize that this is the opposite of what your party stands for. Mm -hmm. And that's who you're it's, catering it's to. It's the opposite of what America stands yeah. for. Yeah. Do you want to go back to the Reagan well, so, and George H.W. Uh, Bush years? Or do you want Trumpism? Well, they right. really have to make that decision right now. Well, no. So here's the thing you do have to ask, though, is what you're asking them to do is does a Republican does the Republican Party still exist that it did just four or five years ago? Or is that gone? And are they now this new sort of half racist group that just... You know, I do think they've transformed because I can tell you yeah. personally that I know people who are Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. Don't understand why. I get along with them very well. And I've told Sean some stories about some people that I know. They don't act any differently around me, but the fact that they're Trump supporters and they're so loyal to him and they believe everything he says. These were the people that voted for George W. Bush and his father and Reagan and whatever, like their parents did, you know? So it's kind of like, how did you go from that to this? I think I have an answer for that. I'm going to go with uh, just the demonization of the other side. Okay, if the Republican Party continues to just call the other side names and say that they're evil. There are people that are just going to straight up believe them. And, and and they live in an echo chamber too. You know, they, they live in the world, they live in the bubble of Fox News. What their was the churches. other one? OAN. OAN. Which is even Their communities. I mean, literally, I know pastors and priests who literally are like, Trump is sent from God. And he is the answer to everything. And so when you have people... In your community, forget about just Fox News, right? In your community, preaching this kind of stuff, like, you don't think outside the box. That's the truth. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah because everywhere you turn, that's what you, yeah. that's what you see, that's what you hear. Right. So, if my cousin, who's my best friend, is telling me these things, and so is my priest, then... I go with that too. And so, they're all being brainwashed. So, you're right. I do think that the... Mitt Romney Republicans are very few and on in between. Yeah, there aren't that many of them. Right McCain, like the where are those guys? George, even George W. Bush. He, yeah, I mean, where be, are those people? Independents at this point, or even just right Republicans. Mm -hmm. 
or sorry, right leading Democrats at this point. Basically, that's yeah, what they've I, become, and there there aren't that many of them. I I, I think I think for Republicans in general, especially the leaders like Mitch McConnell, um, he's he he's got a he's got a choice. He can either say we're going to embrace Trumpism, and then they. Republicans effectively become the party of Trump. Mm-hmm. Really, really the party of anti-America, right? Because it's against democracy. Yep. That's what that's what they're going to become. Um, or he says to the Ted Cruz's and Josh Haley's and the Lindsey Graham's, um, "You're not Republicans. You're going to you, you, you're 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 Trumpets. The party of Trump. Go off and create your own own, own party. There are going to be some issues that we agree on and some that we're not going to agree on." And where we agree, we'll, we'll work together. And where we don't agree, we won't. Um, I think that's the crossroads. I also think that's the same on the left. I also think the that's the same thing. You got the yeah. You got the you got the party of of, of Sanders, and you have the party of Biden. Um, mm-hmm. So I I do think it, you know it, it's the same thing for really for both parties, um, whether you're Democrat or Republican. You've got you have you have you have core conservatism and you have core democrat core uh, liberalism and then you've got progressives on the very far left and then you've got neo-nazis on the very far right so take your pick right i agree with that too yeah and i think that i will say on a positive note that i'm so glad that trump is out like guys we did it (laughs) you know it's been a horrible four years he I, i knew the day that he got you know voted into office um I knew things were going to be bad, but I did not think they would be this bad. He even exceeded my expectations. Like, I cried the first day that, you know, he I, we knew for a fact he was president. I went into work looking like a zombie, but, and I thought this is going to be the worst four years. It's even worse than I thought. Hmm. So, the fact that he's out, Joe Biden is in, and he's already signed, like, I know at least 17 executive orders in the right direction. I'm really happy about that. I'm very proud of him. I hope he continues in this direction and we progress. Now, I think some of like what you said, Sean, about some of the progressives, I, you know, I'm a progressive. I love Sanders. I love Warren. Let's, 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 let's let's swap swap topics and let's talk about Biden and his presidency. Um, We'll, 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 we'll leave COVID and, all that for for I think uh, for, we should, for, an, for another episode. Yes, and I think we can continue to talk about Trump, but let's not give him so much yeah, more yeah, attention I, going I, forward. Yeah, and, and I think we all need and, to do that, and that's why I don't want to even talk about yes. impeachment. Yes, let's make him irrelevant. So you know, we 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 have to fight for American democracy, and I think let's let's pivot now to Joe Biden. Um, I want to talk about the inauguration, actually. Um, Specifically, maybe not the inauguration ceremony itself, um, because I think that's been covered very well. But more about the what traditionally is the inauguration ball, but how he kind of turned that into something that not what the president celebrates, but what all Americans celebrate. So, Nazi, why don't you tell me your perspective? That on was that. beautiful. I. First of all, the inauguration day was magical. I felt like all the speeches were amazing. Um, The poet, everyone's talking about her. She was amazing. All the singers that came, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, um, everybody was great. And then 
the concert at night was amazing because it was traditionally the ball is about the president, the new administration and all that. This was about the American people and what we've been going through and what we've been suffering through, um, especially when it came to COVID. And then showing the real champions of people during these crises that have been helping others. That's what the concert was really about. And so like, no, like nobody knows these people. They're just everyday people, kids, adults, everybody. Um, who have really been, you know, putting in their sweat and dedication to raising money to help COVID uh, patients and all that. So that's what the concert was actually about. It was beautiful. And so that's when I, I think I texted um, Robin and I was like, this is how they should continue doing it every year. I watched screw it for the a ball. <laughs> I watched it for a minute after that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, screw the ball. This is what they should do because it was beautiful. And so I hope that's a good start to the next minimum four years well I, I think that's more a reflection of the um president that's going into the white house and so it depends who the next president is and how they want to do it joe biden really cares about people and well, so mean, that's one thing i will definitely give him i don't agree with him on everything but i think the these last few days he's only been in office for three days let's remember that but he's done a fabulous job already well i mean he's at wait three days it's been oh, three it's been what is the date? So a couple of stats. Oh, wow. It's been three days. Okay, it's yeah. been three days. <laughs> so That's couple, it. So a couple of stats here um, as, I, as I'm pulling this up. Uh, we had 40 million people watch uh, the inauguration or inauguration day events, which, incl which include um, uh, the the ball or, or the nighttime the the concert. concerts uh, compared to uh, 51 million for Barack Obama and... 27 million for that who shall not be named um and you're like whoopi goldberg he hasn't been saying his name for four years but and, keep talking about and, him and neither will we moving forward okay we will, yep we, neither will we, we, we you will, know who we will not we will, we will not say say his name um but that does not include streaming stats according to informal youtube uh an additional 70 million views across the world. Wow. Yeah. Informal stats. I mean, it was, yeah, I'm just, I'm already really happy. And I think he is very progressive for a moderate Democrat that what he wants to get done, but he doesn't, this is where I have an issue with a lot of the, uh, the progressives who I have always supported. They want him to do everything right now. Get rid of uh, student debt. Do this, do that. No, you have to slow into it. And he does want to work with Republicans. There are many Republicans now that have said they want to work with him. So you have to take baby steps so we can all come to a middle ground and then he can take off with other things. You can't help expect something to go from zero to 100 in three days. Well, I think, I mean, I mean, in three days, the biggest one, I mean, I mean, he's he he signed several executive orders. He said seventeen executive orders. I think the one that kind of calls out to me is um, uh, the DACA uh, deportation yeah, uh, law. That because was amazing. I mean, within hours of taking the oath, he stopped putting kids in cages. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like 
I, I don't know how many of our viewers still remember Kids in Cages, but um, yeah. Never that forget was, that. That was, that was a while back, too. Yeah, but that never stopped. I mean, kids were still being put in, yeah. in detention centers, right. you know, separated from their families. Right. And within hours of taking the presidency, he put a stop to that. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's more detail into that. I didn't actually read, read, read the details of, of the executive order. But that was that to me was... We're going back to hum- being humane. We're going back to being, mm-hmm. you know, uh, leaders. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you can't. We can't. We can't be over here preaching American exceptionalism and 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 how great we are when we're over here putting people in cages. Right. Uh, yeah. So I think that's something that w- the progressives need to give some time on. You can't just expect him to jump the fence. And he's not going to agree with everything you guys proposed because he's a moderate democrat so we all need to work together republicans need to ask yourselves isn't that supposed to be the party that you want to represent not putting kids in cages that's the kind of party you want to be part of when you say you're the party of family values and morals so i think there's a lot of things we need to ask ourselves like are we going to form a four-party Nation, I mean, or are I we going so. to stick together as two parties and go back to our core values? I think there's a lot of things that you hope so. I think there's a I lot of so. things that you know, <laughs> moderate Republicans and mo- and, mo- and moderate Democrats can can, can work on, and it, it, so it's things like things like immigration. There's there's commonalities that we that we we can come on come to and say, okay, you know, obviously it's like okay, let's use the appropriate measure of law enforcement and go after the actual criminals, not just random people who are crossing the border. You know, don't put kids in cages. Don't separate them from the families. Um, so that's one area. I think when it comes to um, levels of the environment, I think moderate Republicans and Democrats can agree. We all want clean air. We all want clean water. Um, you know, you want COVID-19. Ha- uh, I mean, that's another one. Yeah. Uh, COVID- that one's going to be harder. Well, vaccinations or the mass distribution of vaccinations. We should be able to agree on that. I think think we can all, I think, I think, I think most everyone can agree on that except for a small minority of the population. Um, I I think when it comes to um, certain tax policies, like how you tax, not necessarily businesses, but how you tax individuals. There, there are areas that both Democrats and Republicans can agree on. Um, so there are certain things that we can that we can work together on, and we can probably do it within like the next next hundred days. Uh, the the other things that I know are going to be contentious, you know, Medicare for all, um, student stu- student debt forgiveness. Um, the 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus package yeah those are those i think are going to be tough robin what are your thoughts on the 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus package as i've not really looked into the 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus package um i don't have a lot to say about it yet but as long as the money mainly goes to the people that actually need it i'm okay with that i'll weigh in on that one i agree i think that I think it's great that everyone's been getting some stimulus money here and there. But I think giving people one who still are working, they might not make and, you know, they make less than 70,000 or as a couple less than 140 or whatever it is. Um, But they're still working. They're 
you know, we're, we're all going through a hard time, but financially they're okay. Giving them that extra money is nice, but the people that really need it are people who are unemployed and they need it on a monthly basis. They Mm -hmm. don't need it one freaking time. Uh, so you need to fix unemployment and how they receive money through unemployment. And honestly, they should continue getting unemployment even past like what the six months or whatever it is, because, you might be unemployed for a whole year, a year and a half, just because of COVID-19. There could be so many reasons. As long as you're showing that you're trying to get a job and trying to do better, you should continue getting those unemployment checks. Giving someone, uh, what was the last stimulus? $600, was $600, $600 once every few months isn't going to do jack shit. Even giving them $1,400 isn't going to do jack shit one time. You need to continuously give those people money, like Robin said, that actually need it. They're unemployed. They have no money coming in, period. Or even the underemployed. Or underemployed, yeah. And that's where you raise the, what Joe Biden's proposing, um, to $15, the minimum wage wage Mm -hmm. to $15. So that's how you help those people because they might have gone from being like mostly full-time to really part-time. So they should also qualify for unemployment if they are if they're not full time anymore. So there are certain people I think we need to continuously help on a monthly basis instead of you know, spewing out six hundred dollars every five months. I, I I think I think one point nine trillion dollars is too expensive. Uh, I I, th- and I I think it's irresponsible. I think what what we what we need to tackle un- unemployment insurance. Absolutely, or or unemployment benefits, I should say. Um, I think just like how you both said, that needs to be continuous. It needs to go to, it can't be for six months or three months or whatever it is in your state. Um, It needs to be at least for a full year. Um, and and prob- then reevaluate. And, and probably longer, you know, yeah. because a lot of people come March, it's going to be a full year that they've been unemployed. Um, so you probably need to look at, okay, maybe it needs to be 24 months. I think that that is the number one thing that they need to ha- tackle is expansion of unemployment. So if you're not working, you lost your job, you can't work, you have 20, you, ha- you get, you get 24 months. So two years of, of unemployment benefits. I think that's number one. Number two, immediate um, and this does not have to be done through a bill. This could be done through executive order. Uh, immediate um, increase of the federal minimum wage uh, to 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. Um, so not even 15. I say you go to 20, 20 bucks an hour. Um, that's going to have a huge impact for, for ma- many, many workers. It's, it's going to impact probably 90% of all households. Um, so even even if it's not you, it is your kid or it is your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's going to impact your mom, and so you that is worth more than any one time one time fourteen hundred dollar cash payout because now it's it's something that's going to be recurring. And my thing is like what you just said is like it's nice to give it to people that aren't making seventy thousand or more, but why are you constantly giving it to them when? There are people who have been unemployed since March and have only received stimulus checks and aren't getting unemployment. To get elected. That's exactly. Because there's no point in that. If I'm making $65,000 a year, I've been making $65,000 a year for a long time and have been fine. Right. But here's the thing uh, we need to really pay attention to is that those people who are complaining making sixty-five dollars or $70,000 a year, 
when they don't get a check, they whine and complain about, I want that check too. I mean, and... They don't need it, no, but they, they still complain. That's my point. They don't need it. But yeah. my friend who was a waitress and now is unemployed or somebody working in a daycare who went from full-time to barely part-time, they're the ones that need the money continuously yeah. rather than giving it to people who are making $68,000 a year and so well, on. And I think, and I think that's, that's, that's the benefit, right? Like, so if you, if you expand unemployment insurance for those who are, who are not working, but also then have an immediate increase for those who are making less, less than in you know my proposal, less than 20 bucks yeah. an hour, 20 bucks an hour. That's, that's an immediate impact in what they can do. Now, on top of that, you combine, the the fact that you cannot get evicted so eviction mor moratorium you can't get kicked out of your house you can't get kicked out of your apartment um that is sufficient and it's going to cost a whole lot less than 1.9 trillion dollars it might even cost less than a trillion dollars um so that is a much better use of our money than saying yep well, let's give everyone a 1400 check i agree yep the, the one thing I will say about the moratorium is I think we also need to think about the people who actually are renting out their houses or something else like that and consider what they actually need so that they don't go into, say, bankruptcy or something. Like that. I agree. I, 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 I agree. agree. With, I agree. I think with that. that's been really left out. And yes. that's very important. Everybody yeah. suffering from COVID really are like actually suffering. Not like, oh, I want some extra stimulus check money. I think that's who we need to cater to on a regular yeah. basis. And, and, and that's the other side of the tax policy. You know, as I mentioned earlier, there are some things that Democrats and Republicans can agree on. I think when it comes to individual tax policy, let's because let's face it, a lot of renters are individual renters, right? Mm -hmm. it, meaning that they rent, they, they own a second home, they rent it out to someone else, or they, you know, they have an apartment here or two and they rent it out to other people. They're, they're, they're just looking for that's their future retirement income. I think you can have tax policy that says, Hey, if you have rental income like that, but you haven't, but because we put this eviction moratorium in place and you haven't been able to pay your mortgage, well, Hey, we're going to give you a, a huge tax deduction. So therefore, you know, all that money that you lost, we're going to, we as the government are going to back you. Right. So that's where I say tax policy comes into play. We can get into it. That that's a very detailed conversation. But yeah, I agree with Robin. You, <laughs> but there's ways that we can handle that. You have yeah. to remember that it's the tenants, but it's also the the people renting right. out these places. They're exactly. hurting too. We need right. to so, be considerate of everybody, of not both. just half the side. Or absolutely, we have problems. right? Ex yeah, and and and. And, and, and let's face it, you know, those at the very top, the, the, the Bank of America's, the Welsh Fargo's, the, all, all, the, all, the, all, the, all those guys, they already got their bailouts. They're going to get another bailout. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, you know, push comes to shove, they're going to get another bailout. Whether that's $1 trillion, $2 trillion, $15 trillion, they'll get their bailout. It's the folks that are in the 90% bracket, so 0 through 90, that need help right now. Yep. I just hope Congress and the president and his administration think more uh, clearly and in a smarter fashion to who really needs the money that we're willing to put ourselves in uh, more debt as a country rather than just passing money out to whoever. So that's what my hope is. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Three days into his... Uh, yeah, I know. Doesn't it feel like three <laughs> weeks? <a> lot. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I'm he got more done in three three days than what most presidents get done in. Especially in, in Trump. Weeks. It's been a long year so far. What and, has and, Trump done? And, and Trump's Trump. Twitter is gone and has been so quiet. And hey, you you named it that who shall not be named. I actually Dang started. It. Ah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> ding ding. You no, know, both of you. That guy, the former guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That's it. That, we shall we shall call it a day. Uh, we hope you enjoy your week, and hopefully things slow down a little bit so it doesn't feel like three months have passed by. All right. Yeah. Peace. With that, enjoy your first first cup of coffee. Bye. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs>